mark of this moment, this point, where we have come to recognize you on levels we've never seen you before. Realizing how vulnerable, how exposed we are, how subject we are to every word that comes from your mouth. How much we need you, crave you. Realizing that our moving and having of our being is dependent upon you. With all of the other interference and all of the other evil persuasions, we realize now that all good and perfect gifts come from you. Now, Father, I pray that your Holy Spirit speak to our hearts, write your words upon our souls. And I pray that you will take the old man out and cruise him. And ain't no room with you for him. But let the words of my mouth and the meditations in my heart be acceptable at thy sight. Oh Lord, I pray in Jesus' name, my strength and my redeemer. Amen.
I beseech you, I ask you first. Remember how I have walked before thee in truth and with a perfect heart. And have done that which is good in thy sight. And Hezekiah wept. So the Lord had a blessing to the readers, the hearers, and the doers. I pray. That's right, that's right, that's right. That's right.
greatest moments in his life where so much now comes together in his spirit. It is a heavy moment. It is a moment like no other. And for everybody, there's going to be a time in your life where you'll come where suddenly you will have this moment in the spirit. If you keep saying good morning as the old folks used to say. Where you will realize that so much time you have spent worrying about, chasing after, concerned with things which have lesser value than this moment right here. You will look back and you will say to yourself, I spent so much time focused, believing that this thing, this person, this situation, this moment was of great value. It caused me much pain on the inside. But in the reality of my life and in the fullness of eternity, this thing meant nothing. Somebody's going to come to that point where they're going to have to hit the wall. I was at the That time when you come to a place where you are not surrounded by other people. Where you don't have a host a family and friends yeah, yeah. to divert your attention. Yeah. It's going to come a time when you, when, when all of the money that you might have stored in the bank uh, you have hidden somewhere won't mean a thing. It's going to come a time when all of the accolades of men and the applause of men that you have had in the past or so deeply desired from others
happened to me. For the very first time, it, it became real to me that a man's life is not forever. That's right, Dad. Somebody need. Lord have mercy. Yes, Pastor. Yes. I need. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes.
she's young and vibrant and has plenty of time in order to get a relationship. I, I'm not going to be like my old mother, like my old grandmother who sits on the church pew and has nothing to do but to raise her hand and say amen. I've got a life to live, but I want to let you know that Jesus said that I have come so that you might
Because somebody's going to be mighty disappointed whenever they come to the point as Hezekiah did, when they had to face the wall. Because somebody is going to have their trust in the wrong hand. They're going to call doctors. They're calling in specialists. They're calling in those with expertise. They're calling in somebody with their heads tied up. They're calling in all of these other factors. And we'll find the same answer that everybody else will find and conclude. Life comes from the Lord. He said, I was sick. Yes, he was. Wasn't getting any better. Something had a grip on me. I couldn't shake. And I knew these were dire times. I knew these were hard times. I knew that these were times of waters that I had never ventured in before. I knew that it looked bad for me. And I could hear my family crying. I could hear the concern of those that were around me. I heard somebody say that the king is sick and it don't look like he's going to get well. Right. Uh -huh. You know, I want to say this to you. Mm -hmm. Always be aware mm -hmm. that God is telling us all the time. Yes, you're not here forever. I'm going to say it again, you're not here forever. Amen. And not only are you not here forever, but as many of us can testify to that our people around us are not here forever. Death comes as a thief and a robber in the night. And sometimes he comes without any warning. But I do want to warn you this morning. You who are here, you whose blood is still warm, you who are present, who can still see and breathe. I want to warn you this morning that there is no guarantee that you'll be back here next week. Turn your face to the wall. Mm -hmm. Oh, Lord. the guy said to me, I feel, I can feel myself growing weaker mm -hmm. every day. And I began to think to myself, what's going to stop this sickness? What's going to stop my body from breaking down? What's going to hinder? What's going to allow me the opportunity to once again physically ascend the throne? What's going to allow me to be able to go back to normal? What's going to allow me to be able to be the same person? I feel like whatever it is that has a hold of me, I cannot shake it off. That's right. Oh, Jesus. And it's a scary thing. So I want to tell you what he told me to tell you. Don't take your life for granted. No. Don't assume you're going to have another day. If you don't know the Lord as your personal Savior, hear the words coming out of my mouth and accept him today while you have time. Because once you close your eyes in death, there is no return. No return. There's a guy who can say that. I can say that I had a relationship with God even before the moment that I lay on my deathbed. Even before I lay on the bed of sickness. Even before my health became approached upon by the sickness. Even before there was no concern about my life. I already had a relationship. And some of us realize that the value of a 
on in God. I believe there's somebody in here who can be feeling well. And can still say, I need yes, Yes, indeed. At some point, every knee must 
bow and every tongue must confess that he is king of kings and lord of lords. At some point, everybody is going to realize whether they were right or wrong that God is true. God is real. Number one, he says, Jesus. make sure, make sure that, you that you have a relationship. And you know what? Not just the relationship where you have been saved, but you want a relationship with God to whereas He will honor your steps in His Word on a regular basis. Because in doing so, it will allow you to overcome and go past some obstacles that have been placed there to pull you down. How many know that if it had not been for the Lord on their side, they would have fallen way more than they would ever fall? Because you're not wise enough to know what's around the corner. And let me just say this number two, he says to me. He says, Tell the church. Don't ever think that you're too high mm. All right. to die. Amen. I think I'll say that one more time. Never get to the point where you are too high to die. You see the old woman who is 85 and she is in the hospital in the nursing home, been there for a long time and family has come by and seen when you see that old woman, some folks say, well, she has lived a long life, and therefore she is ready to die. But they, and they believe somehow that they are greater or higher than her because they're yet strong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't let your youth oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, make you think you're too high yeah, that's right, to die. Some don't think because they have a lot of money. They got the best hospital care, the best insurance, the best coverage, or whatever. Some don't think because they have political positions in society. And because of their political positions in society, they can go to the best doctors all over the world. But I got by the last in your face and say, ha ha ha. Don't get too high. I've learned, especially in these times, yeah. that death has no respect of a person. Oh. Can I get a witness here? Yeah. Is there anybody here believe along with me? Yeah. That if God ever removes the hedge of protection yes. from around your life, yes. old death will step in and jerk you up real quick. Yeah. Doesn't matter where you are. I've known surgeons and specialists yeah. to die. Yeah. I've learned that rich folk can die. Yeah. I've learned that babies can die. Yeah. I've learned that bodybuilders and nutritionists yeah. can die. I've learned that death has no respect of them. And I have learned that even the holiest people yeah. can die. How many know mother can die? 
call them Because he knows when it comes down to the spiritual side, 
and your relationship with him, you have insufficient funds. God is not allowed you the opportunity to advance and go farther with where you wanted to because you have not learned how to be still and to know that he is God. God all by himself. God has allowed you to fulfill your dreams because you haven't realized that all of these things around you have no value. But only real value yes. is when a man fulfills the work That's right. of the Lord. Yeah. And you ought to remind yourself that God has plans for your life. You ought to remind yourself that you're not going anywhere until you fulfill the plan that God has in your You may not know what those plans are. Yeah. Right. Amen. But he is not short of his way. Mm. Oh, I know some of you getting tired of that. But I, yeah, that's a guy in my spirit, and they said it was a, a hard day for me. Because uh -huh. I felt like my life was over. Yes. But knowing God, that's right, and having a relationship with I knew who to call on. That's right, man. Call on right now. So I called in first the preacher. Mm -hmm. I called in the preacher and, and well, I, I, I wanted to know, but, but, but in true in true text, mm -hmm. he didn't call the preacher. Mm -hmm. oh, no. God called the preacher. Y'all yeah. 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 Yes, he did. <laughs> and God tells the preacher. Go down now to the palace. Go to the chamber. Go to the king. And tell Hezekiah. Get his house in order. Yes, yeah. Lord. Get his house in order. I wish you could have been there. Yeah. Go tell him. Yes, yes, yes. That the Lord told. The Lord told. That's right. Get your house Ooh, Jesus. in order. Because thou shalt surely die. He comes now in my spirit. Thou shalt die, not live, Lord. Have mercy. Talks to me. You're in a vulnerable position. When you are worried about something like your life. And the preach. God told me to tell you, you're going to die. Wow, wow, wow. Ooh, Lord. I pray. Yes, Lord. <laughs> yes. Because. Yeah, 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 yeah. I need you, Lord. I need you.
trusting hard because thou shalt surely
make them know that there are times in life when the fervency of your prayer are enhanced and the frequency of your praying is enhanced. This is what I'm talking about. Sometimes when you don't feel or sense that there are any troubles around, we have a tendency to get lax and lazy in our relationship with God. We become loose when it comes down to our pursuit and hunger and thirst of righteousness. But when it gets dark on the outside, when, when somehow something comes knocking at our door, when we really need the Lord, or never, we never thought we needed the Lord, Now says to me, I can hear now getting darker in spirit. He said, when I looked at when I looked at the preacher who told me that the Lord told when the preacher tell you something and you ain't even asked him a question but he tells you God told him to tell you. And when you know that the preacher has a relationship with God and hears from God, and I ain't talking about just somebody who decided to be a preacher. I ain't talking about somebody who got called by me. I'm talking about somebody that is anointed by God and who cares about their relationship with God, who honors God and fears when the preacher comes up there and tells you God Now you can even listen, either listen or go on your own accord. Yeah. Right, well. He said the preacher told me the answer to my own concern. The preacher told me to get my house in order because I was gonna shoot it. Whenever he left out of the room after talking with me, I could see tears in his eyes because I knew he was not just saying words that he had manufactured. And that was something that dropped inside my heart and convinced me like no other day that now my life is over. You know, I hear him telling me that whenever you can see that your days before you may be far less than the days you have behind you, something happens on the heart and the heart of a man. He said, I had hoped that the Lord would save my life. I had hoped that he would spare me and allow me the opportunity to continue to serve because I had dedicated my life to living according to his divine word. And I had committed myself to honoring him. Now he says to me, remind me that even the saved 
are going to die. Amen. Yes, Lord. Oh, yeah. Remind me to tell you that just because you've done great works for the Lord, it's not any assurance no. that you'll open up your eyes on tomorrow. That's right, that's right, that's right. Say my heart began here. Because when he left out, I knew that the preacher was not lying. I knew he had been sent by God to bring me his word. So I put everybody out. I sat down in the spirit. All right. That uh, I still had a little up in me. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Still had a little life still flickering. All right. And even right there, among sickness. Yeah. Even right there, with my body feeling feeble. Yeah. I still was clothed. In my right mind. Yes, Lord. And uh, I still knew that God listened. Yes, he does. So he says to me, I decided that uh, the little life I had left to live, oh. I would spend it in conversation with the Lord God who created me. Yes. And though he had already Said I'm a bird. My Lord. And though he had already sent in the preacher to give me his word. Oh Lord. I thought I'd go on and take a few moments that may have been left in my life. And I turned my face in order to make a call from the wall. <clears throat> Oh Lord, I hear him now saying in my spirit that it was a very important time. Oh Lord, I lay down all my expectations. I lay down all my pride. Oh Lord, in this moment it, it did not matter that I was a king, and it did not matter who liked me and who was against me. Oh Lord, in that matter it didn't matter what was for lunch and how many palaces I had built. Oh Lord, but all that mattered is somehow. I wanted to get a word to the Lord. Oh, yeah. I didn't care about my clothes. And I did not care about protocol. Oh, Lord. But all that mattered to me was being able to hear from the Lord. Oh, yeah. And the cry to the Lord in my distress. Well, uh, so I turned my face to the wall. My love, I ended out all my pride and all my ego. 
Whether it be 
social media, in your own home, private somewhere. Whether you be physically present or spiritually born.
devil is a liar. I come to thee. Hey guys, this is Pastor Kevin M. A. Williams Sr. And I am more than happy that you have chosen to join us for our podcast today. Before we get into today's inspiring message, I do want to take the time out to let you know about this exciting app called Anchor. It is the church's favorite and the easiest way for you to get your podcast on forums such as Spotify, Apple Music, and so many others. I guarantee you're going to love it. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place, and it's free, by the way, which you can use right from your phone or computer. Gives you all the creation tools. It allows you to edit your podcast, and it sounds terrific. It sounds great. They'll distribute your your podcast for you. They'll do all the work. You can easily make money also from your podcast with no minimum listenership. I don't know what else to tell you other than to go out, get Anchor. It could be the start of something great. Let's get in today's message. <laughs> 